0: Welcome to the Comic Web's Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old-time radio programs and comic books. Our site has other great features like a message board, free OTR downloads, games, and much more. Check us out at www.comicweb.com. And now, kids, it's time for our Comic Web Radio Secret Society Code, 21-5-22-13-28-22. 18, 5, 19, 24, 3, 4. Just enter this code at www.comicweb.com slash secretsociety.htm. Deciphering the code will give you all the benefits of membership in the Comic Web Radio Secret Society. Benefits include more free episodes, fun facts, and a certificate of membership. The code again is 21 5 22 13 28 22 18 5 1924, 3, 4. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Man of Steel. Thank you.
1: Presenting the transcription feature, Superman.
0: Up in the sky, look, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman.
1: And now, Superman, strange visitor from another world who has come down to Earth as the champion of the weak and the oppressed. When we last saw him, Superman, in his character of Clark Kent, was in the library of Stonehouse in the suburb of Brentwood, attempting to revive Dr. George Haven Beecham, world-famous scientist and explorer who had been struck by a poison dart which came through the window. Outside in the dark, mysterious brown figures from the jungles of South America are besieging Stonehouse in an attempt to recover the sacred emerald of the Incas, which Dr. Beacham brought back from his latest expedition. Elsie, the doctor's daughter, has vanished. And so has his native servant, Zingri. As our story continues today, an hour has passed. The taxi driver whom Superman found on the grounds has fled in terror to the cellar. Dr. Beecham is rapidly recovering as Kent ends anxiously over him. Listen.
2: What? What's that? Two o'clock, Doctor. It'll be daylight in another couple of hours. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm all right. i right. I'm quite all right. But, Elsie, Kent, where's my daughter? Doctor, I... I don't know. She's out there somewhere, Kent. They've got her, those murderous natives. I don't think so, Doctor. I don't know where she is, but I don't think they've got her. That... uh, that taxi driver, where's he? Scared out of his wits. He's down in the cellar. Kent, the door, they're trying again. Block it up. Stay back, Doctor. I'll handle this. What are you doing, man? Don't open it. Oh, quick! Quick! Doctor, did you hear that? Elsie, your daughter! Elsie, darling. Miss Beecham. Oh, help me, quick. Who's that with you? Great Scott. Zingri. It's Zingri. Oh, Get him inside. Dad,
1: he's hurt. He's dying. Yeah, close the
2: door, quick.
0: Oh,
1: <coughs> Dad, he's been struck with poison darts. Can you help him? Save him. Who was it? Two little brown men. They broke into the house and carried me away. Zingri followed him and fought them all.
2: Oh, but he couldn't escape their darts. Here, lend a hand, Kent. Right. Get him up on the couch. All right, Doctor. I have him. There. How is he? He's bad, I'm afraid. No more serum. Oh, please, Dad. Miss Beecham, how did you know who he was? Mr.
1: Kent, he told me. When he fought off the brown men, he asked me who I was. And when I told him, he said, you come quick. I angry, Oh, Dad, can't you
2: help him? I'm afraid I can't, Elsie. It's too late. Doctor, you mean... Yes, the poison on the darts acts fast.
1: Oh, don't let him die. He saved my life.
2: He did his duty, Elsie. He was oh. a faithful servant. Doctor, look. Yes, I know, Kent. I'm afraid that's the end. Oh. Doctor, you sure? There's nothing you can do? No, it's, it's all over, Kent. We'd better carry him into the other room. All right. I have, that's it. Easy, right? There we are. Now, close the door, Kent. All right, Doctor. Oh, it's so dreadful.
1: Dad, what's it all about? What does it mean?
2: I really think we ought to know that, Doctor. You started to tell me once before, just, just before the poison dart struck Dad. you. No, no, it's it's all right, Elsie. Nothing happened. It was just the greys, and Kent helped out quite nicely. Oh, are you sure? Oh, perfectly. Look at me. You're awfully pale. Oh, naturally. He's been through a good deal, Miss Beecham. Yes, and so have you. I really think you'd both better sit down. Yes, yes, here on the Davenport, Elsie. Are you sure that poor Zingri really fought off the Azatlans? Fought off what, Doctor? Azatlan Indians, Kent, from the headwaters of the Orinoco. That's who those fellows outside are.
1: But, Dad, please... What's it all about? Why were you hiding in this house? Oh, we've been so worried.
2: Oh, it's a long story. I'll, I'll make it as short as I can. Now, listen, both of you. You know what an emerald looks like. Why, of course. What's the biggest emerald you ever saw or heard of? Oh, goodness. I don't know. Well, there's the star of the Andes and the southern flame. They're pretty big. That's right. But never mind carrots. Let's talk about inches. The star's about an inch across uh-huh. and the flame maybe an inch and a half. yes. What would you say to an emerald carved in the form of a statue, the statue of a god? It would have to be pretty small. Three inches wide and every bit of eight inches high. What? A genuine emerald that big? Dr. Beecham, it hardly seems possible. I don't wonder you're surprised, Kent. Well, that's what I brought back with me from the jungles of South America. And that's why I've been hiding out back of an electrified fence guard of the most vicious pair of dogs I could buy.
1: But why? Dad, who's trying to get the emerald back?
2: The Azatlan Indians, Elsie. For thousands of years, literally, it's been the most sacred idol of the tribe. Dr. Beecham, how in the world did you get it? I stole it.
1: Did you say you stole it?
2: I had to. It was the only way. I had to have that emerald. You can imagine what it might be worth as a gem. Oh, millions at least. Yes, probably, but entirely beyond its money value, which I don't care a thing about because I mean to give it back eventually... It has another value, completely beyond price. Mm,
1: but I don't understand.
2: Well, see, thousands of years ago, the ancestors of the Azathlans were one of the great nations of the Earth. They were called the Immortal People because they held the Emerald God. We don't know much about them, but we know that much. Go on, Doctor.
1: Dad, what did the Emerald have to do with it?
2: That's what we've never been able to find out. That is the great secret. You remember Ponta de Leon? The Spanish explorer?
1: We, he tried to find the fountain of youth.
2: Yes, just so. He was following rumors. He'd, he'd heard of the secret and he tried to find it. But he failed. And where he failed, I hope I may have succeeded. Oh, good heavens! Dr. Beecham, you, you can't mean it! Kent, in some way I, I don't pretend to know how a great secret is wrapped up in that emerald carving. The secret... Of the full life, the life without any of the faults that trouble us today, without without greed, without envy, without hatred. Possibly, the secret of life itself is hidden in that stone. But doctor, what what can you do with it? Every inch of that little statue is covered with engravings, ancient writings.
1: And you're trying to decipher those writings?
2: Yes, I'm trying, Elsie. So far, I have not succeeded, but I intend to keep on working. Yes, but, Doctor, it's too dangerous. You can't possibly keep on working. Oh, Kent, you don't understand. If I can unlock that secret, the secret of the immortals, imagine what it will mean, not for me, but for the whole human race.
1: Dad, what is it? What is the secret?
2: Elsie, I I haven't any idea. It may be a formula, a secret of chemistry or physics, something that, that was discovered once and then lost. And you're sure it's contained in the carvings of the statue? Well, what else? If not, why did the old tribes guard it so carefully? They knew too much for plain idol worship.
1: Did you say the emerald was in a safe upstairs?
2: Yes. Would you like to see it? The doctor, if I were you, I'd leave it there. We still don't know what's going on outside. He may be right, Dad. You haven't decided yet how you're going to go on tomorrow and the next day. What you're going to do from now on. He is right. Things can't go on like this. What about calling in the police, Doctor? Or taking the Emerald to a museum and working on it there? Dad, what's the matter? What is it, Doctor? Quiet. Upstairs. I thought I heard something. Great heavens, that That was an explosion. Upstairs. (laughs) Doctor, it was in that room. Quick. Oh, Dad, be careful. The safe. They've blown in the side of the house. Oh, look. Look, the whole second floor is coming down. Doctor, look out. Come back.
1: Doctor. (laughs) Off. We can't get up that way now. Quick, the back stairs. We may head them off. Go ahead, Doctor. You and your daughter try the other way. I'll stay here. You two may not be able to get through here, and Clark Kent might not be able to either. But Superman can, and it's time he tried. All upper floors come right down the staircase, ceiling and all. But it won't take long to clear out a little thing like that.
2: Kent, Kent, where are you? Oh, Dad. in. Kent,
1: where are you? Oh, what? Something's happened. A wall must have fallen in behind them. It's all
2: right. I'm coming. I can't see. It's so dark. Kent, the safe. Where's the safe? What did they do? Almost through. Get this beam out of the way. There. Now then, if I can get through to that room,
1: and I think I can. Oh,
2: Mr. Kent, is that you? I can't see a thing. Light a match quickly. Half a second, Doctor. Oh, here's the match. I have one. Great heavens, look. The safe. It's blown wide open.
1: Oh, Dad, you can't get to it. The floor's all blown away. It's
2: just resting across a beam. Kent, they've got it. They blew the safe and took the emerald. The emerald of the Incas is gone. Oh,
1: Mr. Kent, don't try to get to that window. You'll fall. No. Listen, both of you. Don't you hear something? Listen.
2: Yes, it's an airplane. They're getting away in an airplane.
1: Why? Well, that couldn't be. There isn't room enough. Well, they couldn't get off the ground.
2: I know an airplane engine when I hear one. And look, there it goes. No, it's an airplane, but not the kind you think. Miss Beecham, doctor, look, they're getting away in an auto-gyro. Look, up there.
1: Rising over the trees from the grounds of stone houses, a weird, ungainly object. Huge propeller whirling, ascending almost vertically in the night air. Have the brown men from the dark jungle made off with the emerald of the Incas? Is the secret of the immortal people lost beyond recall? Or will Superman recover it? Be with us again next time and follow the story. And remember, be sure to tune in the next thrilling installment of the amazing transcription feature, Superman!
2: Up in the sky!